rejection. We don't usually like rejection, but we all face the possibility of being rejected. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when we're rejected as podcasters. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Entzminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to be, see you be successful with your podcast. This particular episode, we're coming into the home stretch of the 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge with David Hooper, as well as National Podcast Post Month. So this is part of that series. You'll find links to both of those in the episode notes. Today, we're talking about rejection. And I don't know about you, but I do not like being rejected. In fact, that was one of the fears that I had to overcome when I started my podcast. My first podcast, The Engaging Missions Show, I had to overcome the fear of reaching out to guests. I had to overcome the fear of potentially being rejected by friends or family who didn't like or understand what I was doing. I had to get over the, the fear of being rejected in public by people who didn't like my message, didn't like my show, didn't like me, any of that kind of stuff. I had to face those fears. And even when I launched this show, I still had to come o overcome some of those fears. We know that rejection and even failure is likely to be part of our lives just in general, but especially as podcasters, uh, especially because we're wanting to put ourselves out there or wanting to leave the world a better place. We're trying to grow. We're often doing things that we're new at or not good at and stepping into places that are uncomfortable. But then comes the question, if I'm likely to do, if I'm likely to be rejected, what can I do about that? So I'm going to share a little bit of my story related to the Engaging Missions show so that we can kind of get a picture of how I approach rejection. And my hope is that you'll take something away from this that will help you as well. So when I was first starting the Engaging Missions show, I had some fear of being rejected. And the initial fear that I had was the idea that I might reach out to guests, potential guests, and they might reject me. They might look at it and say, well, it's a new show. I'm not interested. Or they might say, I don't like the premise of the show. Or they might say, you're new and I don't, I don't care about you at all. They might reject me for any of, any of those reasons. And frankly... I, I carry a little bit of fear about being rejected. I just don't really like it. And so one of the things that I did in order to help overcome this was I actually wrote a series of emails that were my outreach script to guests. So I pre-wrote I think two or three different emails. Basically, the first one was, hey, would you like to be on my show? This is a little bit about the show. If you're interested, let me know and we'll get you booked. The second one was something along the lines of, hey, sent you a note a few days ago. Just wanted to check in and make sure that it didn't get missed. If you'd like to book a show, something like that. And then the third one was something along the lines of, hey, if you have any questions, just let me know. And then after I don't know, three or four emails, I would kind of let it drop. And that was how I kind of approached that because then I could face that fear one time in writing the email. And then the only fear I had to overcome, the only fear of rejection that I had to overcome was, well, am I just going to send it to this particular person? Because the email was already pre-written. I could go in and tweak some stuff and make it more personal. But that part was already rewritten already written. So I didn't have to try and think, okay, what am I afraid of? What am I concerned about? What do I think they're going to say no to? I could just send that email. And that worked pretty well for me. Uh, over the last six years, though, I've been rejected more than once. I've had probably about a 50% success rate on the guests that I've reached out to. So per currently at about 273, 274 episodes, I kind of forget where I am sometimes. So of that, I've probably been rejected 250 to 300 times over the last six years. So I've been rejected a lot. But when I am, 
I always try to do something with that. I, I try to consider if they sent me some information about why they're not interested or if there was something specific about how I reached out to them that I might want to consider tweaking. I always try to take a little bit of a learning away from it and go, okay, is there a way that I could have done that better? But there have been a couple of times where there's been a rejection that kind of stung a little bit just because of how it worked out. And one of those, I'm going to share a little bit about this particular experience. I'm not going to name any names. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to presume anything. I just want to share this experience because I had booked a guest who was the host of a complimentary show. It was a show in the same space, similar format, different content, and I thought it would be a good place for us to connect and to maybe I could highlight what they're doing and they could you know, share what I'm doing. And together, I thought maybe this would make something that was valuable for my listeners that might actually help raise the profile of the other show. Not that they needed my help, because they didn't. They were actually a little bit of a bigger show. They had a little bit more of a following. They had they were connected to several organizations. They had a, a great focus on their show. It was actually a very good show. And I was looking forward to getting their guest, their their host on that particular show over to my show just to talk about some of the things that were important to them. And it, it actually got so far as after, I guess it took about a year to get that one booked, just emailed every once in a while to the producer. And eventually they went ahead and booked an episode or booked a recording. And we were we were working on the research. We were getting all the content together. I was super excited about this particular one. And then about a week or so before we were supposed to record, something came up. I got an email from the producer. Hey, the calendar's changed. We're not going to be able to do this. Would you like, to, you know, can we reschedule at some point? So I said, okay, sure. And we, I sent them the reschedule link and all that stuff. And then radio silence. From that point on, I never heard back. I'd followed up a couple of times. And I don't know whether this is something where they had a reprioritization or I no longer fit their needs or they just can't fit me in. I, I don't know what it is. And so I'm careful to try not to presume. But that one kind of stung a little bit because I was really looking forward to having that person as a guest. I really wanted to talk to him. But also, I wanted to be able to share what they're doing and point people toward that. And so that one stung a little bit. But I just had to keep on going, and I also had to work through a little bit of personal stuff to go, okay, I I was happy to have them on there. It kind of hurts, but that doesn't mean that they were unprofessional. That doesn't mean that they don't like me. That doesn't mean that they don't like my show or anything about that. They didn't say anything about that. Those are just all things that I could have assumed because of the fact that they canceled a week or two prior to the recording after we had gone through all the work to get all the prep work done. So... I just had to choose to continue to enjoy that show. I still enjoy that show. I still listen to that show. I even occasionally interact online and share what they're doing, but I don't try and get them on the on my show anymore. Not because I don't want them, but because I don't want to annoy them. Rejection is a part of life, but one of the things I've been trying to highlight is having a plan. And I didn't really have a plan for how to deal with that rejection. I had plans for the other ones. And so that made it a little bit easier. So if I could recommend one thing for you, it's to think through the different ways that rejection and fear could interfere with your ability to do your show and then come up with a plan for how to deal with it. Because once you've got a plan, it's just that much easier to come out the other side stronger and to keep on going. What about you though? If you have a podcast, have you ever been rejected as a podcaster? I'd love to hear your story. Or if you're thinking about launching a podcast, are there particular things that concern you, particular fears about rejection? Hit me up in the comments for this particular episode. It's at toptieraudio.com slash 77, or you can click the link in the episode notes and just let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And then we can all grow together and we can all get better together. 
If you'd like to connect with me personally, toptieraudio.com is the place for all of that. You'll find links to social profiles, way to send me an email. You can book a consultation, talk to me about editing a show. You get all of that stuff, all of there at toptieraudio.com. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and make a great podcast.